Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I am so glad that you are tuning in and joining us for this conversation where we come together and we talk about what it means to live and lead for Jesus as members of Generation Z, uh, the youngest generation uh, uh, of people that are coming of age these days. And uh, that's what most of you that listen to my podcast are. And I know that for many of us, are we are continuing to try to figure out just how can we live and lead for Christ uh, in this next generation. And uh, uh, every time we have an episode on here, we talk about uh, exactly that. And uh, now welcome to August. So uh, for those of you that don't uh, remember, uh, we uh, used to do weekly episodes for Gen Z today, but uh, now we uh, have cut it back a little bit and we are doing two episodes a month of Gen Z today. And uh, I hope that you get a chance to listen to a lot of the recent episodes that we've had. Uh, if you haven't tuned into them already, as we've had an amazing run with some incredible guests and people that are sharing their heart about uh, what Jesus uh, means to them and how Christ has changed their lives. And and uh, this week, we uh, uh, do not have a guest. It's actually just going to be me. This is a solo episode. Uh, you guys know that sometimes I do an episode that is solo, and I'm excited for uh, this week's episode uh, to talk about a few exciting things. And uh, for those of you that are familiar with Gen Z today, uh, you uh, probably know that I, again, I'm Jordan Whitmer, and I lead uh, something known as the How to Life Movement. And I wanted to go ahead and mention this uh, early on in the podcast as we are in the prime season right now of planning for uh, events for this next school year. So some of you that listen to this, maybe you are familiar with How to Life or maybe you uh, have just heard about it or maybe you're just hearing about it now. But uh, basically, How to Life is the the ministry movement that uh, the Lord used me to help start about seven years ago now. Uh, when I was just a junior in high school myself, I wanted to do something more uh, to reach my friends for Christ uh, at my high school and my community. And uh, it started with just me and a few of us uh, that were praying, God, would you move in our city? And uh, I uh, was able to assemble a team of some other Christian young people who wanted to do something in our city to uh, to share the gospel our team began to grow and we ended up having an event for over 750 people that was all student led. It was all led by Gen Z for Gen Z. And we ended up having a huge response to the gospel when we invited people to uh, to follow Jesus that night, there were about 75 young people that responded saying, yes, I want to follow Jesus. And uh, it was a powerful night of worship, a powerful night of stories, testimonies, and of life change. And uh, it ended up being the first of what we've now had a total of 123 How to Life events across 20 
five U.S. states and six countries around the world. Uh, that's been over the course of uh, the se- last seven years of young people uh, with so many people stepping up saying, hey, I want to make a difference, but I don't know how, but you know, could I maybe do a How to Life event in my city? And we've been able to have some amazing conversations with young leaders who have wanted to get things started in their communities and uh, to step up to do something. And we've seen a lot of people come to Christ. We've seen a lot of young people have opportunities to lead and to step up and to uh, to reach their friends. And it's just been a really amazing journey. And uh, it's nothing that I've done. It's nothing that anybody involved uh, in this movement necessarily has done. It truly is the Lord at work. Uh, we give him all the glory and all the credit because it's been uh, truly amazing as God will do often immeasurably more uh, than we can ask or imagine and uh, it's just been amazing to see this journey. And I say all that and remind you all of this just because maybe some of you have been listening to this podcast and you're like uh, 16 to maybe up to like 22, 23 years old. And you're like, hey, I'd love to get involved uh, with How to Life this next year. Jordan, you've been talking about this. Uh, how could I get involved? And uh, I'd love to invite you to reach out to us. Send us a DM on Instagram at, at How to Life Movement. We would love to talk with you about what it means to or how to be able to maybe start an event in your community or to be able to get involved with a local team in your area. Uh, We are in the process right now of planning and taking applications for uh, new local event directors for how to life events across the United States, across North America, in Europe and the UK and Latin America and around the world. We're hoping to see more and more groups uh, take the step of, of, of forming and saying, we want to do something and, we're excited for what this next season will be. And and so, yeah, please reach out to us if you're interested at all in maybe doing something more to reach your city. And uh, yeah, it's been an exciting summer. Uh, I actually, uh, some of you know that I uh, was living in uh, Minneapolis this last year. I have uh, since relocated. I just moved in July uh, to the Chicago area. So this next year, I am going to be personally basing out of the Chicago suburbs So if you're in Chicago, send me a message and let me know. I'd love to connect as I am going to be in this area a lot, but also traveling continually a lot this next year for everything happening with How to Life. So that's a little bit of an update on just How to Life and then me personally. And for those of you that listen to the podcast, thank you guys just for tuning in and being a part of this conversation every week. It's always so, so amazing. And I want to go ahead and jump in, though, to today's podcast theme. So today's podcast theme uh, is simply just Christ at the center. So this is something that has been on my heart for a little bit. I I, I wrote this theme down actually uh, a couple months ago. Like next time I do a solo episode, uh, this was cool. I was reading in my Bible uh, in First Peter chapter two uh, during my uh, kind of morning Jesus time, and I uh, just found there's a really cool illustration. Uh, there that I uh, felt the Lord leading me to talk about at some point, and this is at some point. And uh, some of you uh, might be familiar with this because this is a a, a verse and a premise that's kind of all throughout the New Testament. And uh, and I believe it's talked about in Romans as well. But uh, in 1 Peter chapter 2, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, read this here, uh, starting with verse chapter 4. 1 Peter 2 verse 4. So as you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, 
You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture: Behold, I am in I am laying a zone. <laughs> Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious. And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the so the honor is for you who believe. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So this verse here, this chapter, I know just really kind of stuck out to me, particularly the imagery of uh, of Jesus being the cornerstone. And uh, I believe, I mean, the cornerstone is just kind of historically the kind of like the cornerstone. It's the core. It's like the base stone of a building. When a building goes up, they usually have a cornerstone. Yeah, that kind of is the the main anchor stone for the entire building. And uh, and it's fascinating that again, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. So those who don't believe in Jesus and 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 the, and the people. Uh, that rejected Christ, that stone, Jesus, is the cornerstone that has become uh, the center of our lives. And uh, for those that do follow Jesus and and for uh, uh, for the church and for the body of Christ, uh, Jesus is the cornerstone uh, of heaven and for all eternity. And uh, But I find it very interesting in that verse 8 where it describes that this stone uh, becomes a stone of stumbling uh, and a rock of offense for those who have rejected Christ. And uh, yeah, whereas for those who do know Jesus and for those who are, uh, and, and for the context of how God describes the cornerstone, uh, he calls the cornerstone a cornerstone chosen and precious and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. And I thought that this was a really interesting uh, kind of juxtaposition to use the fancy word of, of saying so, the cornerstone is both chosen and precious, but to some it's a stone of stumbling. And I picture just in essence, Jesus, whether you want to follow him or not is a stone that is in your life that is there. And each of us, it's not a matter of whether Jesus exists or not, because he does exist. The stone is there, but the question is, what are you going to do? With that stone, are you going to acknowledge the stone and view it to be chosen and precious, uh, or are you going to stumble all over it and view Jesus as a stone of stumbling? And I remember when I read that, I'm just like, literally, it's basically this premise of tripping over a rock that's in your life. And I, I know for me, when I think of times that I trip, I'm just like, oh, that's not fun. So to be thinking that constantly, to be tripping over. Jesus, this cornerstone in our life, we don't get a choice of whether or not we are going to have him in our life or to have him that we don't get a choice of whether or not he exists. Uh, we get a choice of whether or not we're going to embrace the stone and whether we're going to embrace Jesus as chosen and precious, or if we're going to instead uh, stumble over him. And 
So that was kind of some of what I initially been thinking as kind of an analogy there. And I thought it was a really cool biblical illustration. So the question for us is in our own lives, do we view Jesus as chosen and precious or when we veer in life, are we often stumbling over him? Uh, and uh, are we, uh, are we in line with God's will for our life or uh, do we do our own will for our life? And ultimately it is very countercultural to live for Christ. Living for Jesus is not easy. It's not the easy route. So many of us, we, uh, I believe in life, we, we, we want to, uh, we, 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 on one day we feel like, Hey, I want to live for Jesus. I want to make my life count for him. But then on other days, there's times when it's like, well, do we really want to? And, uh, and is Jesus really at the center of everything in our life? And that's kind of my big question here uh, beyond all of this is, is Jesus at the center of our life or just part? Uh, is Christ at, is Christ at the center or something else at the center? Is Jesus just a part of our life uh, or is he not a part of our life at all? And uh, I think for, for each of us, it's so important for us to not just have Jesus as uh, one part of our life as, Oh, I've got, uh, this Jesus, uh, slice of the pie. Uh, when I, uh, when I speak sometimes and give a message, uh, uh, this is a illustration that I've borrowed from my grandfather. So I want you to picture this. We've got a pie and, uh, and we've got a bottle of spray whipped cream, the kind that you spray on pie to make it taste even better. And, uh, uh for each of us, if our life is, let's say eight slices of pie, yeah, uh, do we take the whipped cream and uh, uh, put it just on one slice, or do we put the whipped cream over the entire pie, where it flavors and touches every piece of the pie? And uh, most of you are like, well, if you want the pie to taste good, you're going to put the whipped cream on the whole thing, and that's true, not just on the one slice. Uh, and for Jesus in our life, Christ needs to be a part of every part of our life, every slice. So. Uh, that means our. if you're in school, Jesus is a part of your life when you go to school. Jesus is a part of your life when you're at home. Jesus is a part of your relationship with your parents, with your family, with your friends, with your boyfriend or girlfriend. If you're married with your spouse, Jesus is supposed to be at the center of our whole life. Uh, the cornerstone, uh, should we say, of our life rather than just being a part of our life. Because I feel like for so many of us, if Jesus is just a part of our life, then we we will do kind of what this verse says quite a bit. We'll we'll, we'll trip and we'll stumble, and and uh, because whether we like it or not, Jesus is there and He's in our life. But we're either going to stumble over Him, or we're going to embrace Jesus as the center of our life and and make Him the center uh, of our life. Uh, because it's important for us to realize that our lives are. The Lord's. We have been bought by God. We've been bought uh, with a price, uh, with Jesus who died and paid the death penalty that each of us deserve to pay. Uh, Jesus uh, has literally paid uh, everything to be able to have a relationship uh, with us. Yet too often, so many of us uh, will in our lives say, "You know, I'm I'm going to kind of just do my own thing." And I think that even in life with our careers and our career paths, it's important for us to really factor in Christ in that conversation. And, and we've had conversations on the podcast before where we talk about, uh, the, uh, 
uh, some of the, the, the differences of like, should I go to college or not? Or wh- what sort of career should I go after? And, and for some of you, and for some of us, it is important to, uh, to go into the marketplace and to work a, a job. It's not just people that are in quote unquote, full-time ministry that are in ministry. Uh, but I would also say that for each of us, we're all called to the great commission and to play a part in God's role for uh, reaching uh, the world. And I think for all of us, it's very important that as we are making career decisions, uh, whether or not we're going to be officially like a a pastor or officially a missionary or officially uh, in some kind of full-time ministry or not, I think it's very vital that we look at that career through the lens of, is this career not just going to be honoring to God, but something that is uh, where Christ is at the center. I think a lot of us say, oh, well, I'm going to do this career just because everybody's told me I need to get a career and I need to make ends meet and, and do all that. But I, I think it's important for us to realize that no matter where we are and what we do, we need to be on mission and we need to view our workplace as the mission field and, uh, and to find ways that we can make a difference in our cities, in our communities, and uh, always be uh, living a life where Jesus is at the center, at the center of our career, the center of our relationships, at the center of everything. If our lives are his and we've been bought by God, why do we keep building our lives around the world and the things that don't matter? Because time is short and it's not going to be long before yeah, whether, I mean, as the Bible says, uh, you get 70 years, uh, 80, if you're healthy, uh, in essence, uh, to live on this earth and then and then your your time is done. And I think sometimes when we're like 18 years old or 20 years old, we think, oh, I've got all my life ahead of me. Uh, And we do on the one hand, but on the other hand, life does move quickly. And it's important for us to be intentional uh, in the here and now and to say, hey, I want to live my life for Jesus now uh, and uh, for the rest of my life. And uh, I'd say the best verse that speaks to this is Matthew 6, 33, uh, which says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And uh, uh, I think it's so important. C.S. Lewis has a quote uh, where he uh, mentions, I believe it's something like, uh, if you aim at the world, or if you aim at, if you aim at uh, heaven, you will get earth thrown in. But if you aim at earth, you get neither. And uh, that's basically exactly what this verse is. Matthew six thirty three: Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Meaning, Seek first him, not seeking first things for us or what we want or what might be good for us, uh, but to seek first uh, Christ and uh, his priorities for us and his kingdom and living for him and knowing that our lives are not our own, uh, but truly seeking first Jesus is so, so important. And then all these other things will be added unto you. And so often uh, we uh, receive blessings and Uh, from the Lord. Now we don't do it for the blessings. We do it because if Jesus was the only blessing involved in this conversation, he is quite a good blessing and he's enough, uh, just him. Uh, But uh, often uh, the Lord will bless us as well uh, when we prioritize him. Uh, But we, we want to desire when we are trying to become people that are after God's heart, that means uh, we pray things like God, break my heart for what breaks yours. And, uh, and we just seek God uh, in everything in our life. So, so I just want to encourage each of us to be thinking, uh, and for you who's listening, is Christ at the center of your life or is he just a part? Are you 
stumbling over Jesus in your life? Or is he chosen and precious? Is he at the center of your life? So I'm going to pray for us and kind of go ahead and close out uh, this week's uh, conversation and theme. So God, I thank you so much for each and every person who's listening uh, to Gen Z today. Uh, I thank you for the conversations that we are able to have on here about what it means to live and lead for you. I pray God for the person who's listening that, and for each of us, that we would be able to put Christ at the center of our lives and that we would always prioritize you uh, and not our own lives and not what we want, uh, but truly that we would seek after you and live a life uh, that has you at the center and views you as a cornerstone of our life. And we thank you, Lord, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for, for tuning into this week's episode. I hope this was encouraging. I hope that you guys can uh, check out First Peter chapter 2 and Matthew 6, uh, uh, Matthew 6.33, as I know those passages have been very encouraging to me. And hopefully each of us can find ways to really put Jesus at the center in just one more way this week. Say, you know, I'm going to prioritize Christ in this area today. And, uh, uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you, uh, as I said earlier, if you want to get involved with this year's how to life events, uh, send us a message on Instagram at, at how to life movement. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, if you, uh, want to reach out to me, I'm just at Jordan Whitmer, uh, J O R D A N W H I T M E R. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, and Gen Z today podcast is our Instagram page. If you have been enjoying these episodes, we'd love to hear from you and would love to chat with you uh, about uh, other themes and other things that you have uh, in, in terms of ideas for this podcast. And uh, so I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I hope to, uh, if you get a chance, make sure to listen to some of the other episodes we've had this summer. We've had a bunch of guests. Uh, and again, this was a solo episode today, but we've had some amazing guests on lately and we have more guests coming. Uh, so get ready for those. And uh, uh, yeah, and remember, we have episodes coming out. It's a, usually every other week or at least twice a month uh, are, when how, are when these Gen Z Today episodes are coming out. And uh, I'm excited for you to tune in again to the next episode that's coming up. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today Podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement, with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 